Today is the 19th day of January. I'm Jill. Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. What a joy, honor, and truly distinct privilege it is to be here with you on this journey through the Bible. And we'll do it in its entirety in chronological order until we get through it. And it's going to take a year. So welcome Buckle in, get some coffee, and let's enjoy the journey together, shall we? We are continuing in the book of Genesis, and we're reading chapters 22, 23, and 24 today. This week, we are in the Christian Standard Bible, Genesis chapter 22. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, Here I am, he answered. Take your son, he said. Your only son, Isaac, whom you love, go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took with him two of his young men and his son, Isaac. He split wood for a burnt offering and set out to go to the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship, then we'll come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. In his hand, he took the fire and the knife, and the two of them walked on together. Then Isaac spoke to his father Abraham and said, My father... And he replied, Here I am, my son, Isaac said. The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Then the two of them walked on together. When they arrived at the place that God had told them about, Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood. He bound his son Isaac and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he replied, here I am. Then he said, do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your only son from me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named that place, The Lord Will Provide. So today it is said, It will be provided on the Lord's mountain. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn This is the Lord's declaration. Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your only son, I will indeed bless you and make your offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your offspring will possess the city gates of the enemies, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because you have obeyed my command. Abraham went back to his young men, and they got up and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham settled in Beersheba. Now after these things, Abraham was told, 
Milcah also has born sons to your brother Nahor. Uz, his firstborn, his brother Buzz, Kemuel, the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. And Bethuel fathered Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight to Nahor, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also bore Teba, Gehem, Tehash, and Mekah. Now Sarah lived 127 years. These were all the years of her life. Sarah died in Kiriath Erba, that is, Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went in to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. When Abraham got up from beside his dead wife, he spoke to the Hethites. I am an alien residing among you. Give me burial property among you so that I can bury my dead. The Hethites replied to Abraham, Listen to us, my lord. You are a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in our finest burial place. None of us will withhold from you his burial place for burying your dead. Then Abraham rose and bowed down to the Hethites, the people of the land. He said to them, If you are willing for me to bury my dead, listen to me and ask Ephron, son of Zohar, on my behalf to give me the cave of Machpelah that belongs to him. It is at the end of his field. Let him give it to me in your presence for the full price as burial property. Ephron was sitting among the Hethites. So in the hearing of all the Hethites who came to the gate of his city, Ephron the Hethite answered Abraham, No, my lord, listen to me. I give you the field and I give you the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the sight of my people. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed down to the people of the land and said to Ephron in the hearing of the people of the land, Listen to me if you please. Let me pay the price of the field. Accept it from me and let me bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham and said to him, My lord, listen to me. Land worth 400 shekels of silver. What is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed with Ephron. And Abraham weighed out to Ephron the silver that he had agreed to in the hearing of the Hethites, 400 standard shekels of silver. So Ephron's field at Machpelah, near Mamre, the field with its cave and all the trees anywhere within the boundaries of the field, became Abraham's possession in the sight of all the Hethites who came to the gate of his city. After this, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave of the field at Machpelah near Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field with its cave passed from the Hethites to Abraham as burial property. Abraham was now old, getting on in years, and the Lord had blessed him in everything. Abraham said to his servant, the elder of his household, who managed all he owned, Place your hand under my thigh, and I will have you swear by the Lord, God of heaven and God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I live, but will go to my land and my family to take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, Suppose the woman is unwilling to follow me to this land. Should I have your son go back to the land you came from? Abraham answered him, Make sure that you don't take my son back there. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me away from my father's house, 
and from my native land who spoke to me and swore to me, I will give this land to your offspring. He will send his angel before you and you can take a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to follow you, then you are free from this oath to me, but don't let my son go back there. So the servant placed his hand under his master Abraham's thigh and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. The servant took 10 of his master's camels and with all kinds of his master's goods in hand, he went to Aram, Naharam, to Nahor's town. At evening, the time when women went out to draw water, he made the camels kneel beside a well outside the town. Lord, God of my master Abraham, he prayed, make this happen for me today and show kindness to my master Abraham. I am standing here at the spring where the daughters of the men of the town are coming out to draw water. Let the girl to whom I say, please lower your water jug so that I may drink, and who responds, drink and I'll water your camels also. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished speaking, there was Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor, coming with a jug on her shoulder. Now the girl was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had been intimate with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jug, and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me have a little water from your jug. She replied, Drink, my lord. She quickly lowered her jug to her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I'll also draw water for your camels until they have had enough to drink. She quickly emptied her jug into the trough and hurried to the well again to draw water. She drew water for all his camels while the man silently watched her to see whether or not the Lord had made his journey a success. As the camels finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing half a shekel and for her wrists two bracelets weighing ten shekels of gold. Whose daughter are you? he asked. Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him. I am the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She also said to him, We have plenty of straw and feed and a place to spend the night. Then the man knelt low, worshipped the Lord, and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not withheld his kindness and faithfulness from my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on this journey to the house of my master's relatives. The girl ran and told her mother's household about these things. Now Rebekah had a brother named Laban, and Laban ran out to the man at the spring. As soon as he had seen the ring and the bracelets on his sister's wrists, and when he had heard his sister Rebekah's words, the man said this to me, he went to the man. He was standing there by the camels at the spring. Laban said, Come, you who are blessed by the Lord. Why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man came to the house and the camels were unloaded. Straw and feed were given to the camels and water was brought to wash his feet and the feet of the men with him. A meal was set before him, but he said, I will not eat until I have said what I have to say. So Laban said, Please speak. I am Abraham's servant, he said. The Lord has greatly blessed my master, and he has become rich. 
He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female slaves and camels and donkeys. Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master in her old age, and he has given him everything he owns. My master put me under this oath. You will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but will go to my father's family and to my clan to take a wife for my son. But I said to my master, suppose the woman will not come back with me. He said to me, the Lord before whom I have walked will send his angel with you and make your journey a success and you will take a wife for my son from the clan and from my father's family. Then you will be free from my oath. If you go to my family and they do not give her to you, you will be free from my oath. Today when I came to the spring, I prayed, Lord, God of my master Abraham, if only you will make my journey successful. I am standing here at a spring. Let the young woman who comes out to draw water and I say to her, Please let me drink a little water from your jug. And who responds to me, Drink, and I'll draw water for your camels also. Let her be the woman the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished praying silently, there was Rebecca coming with her jug on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew water. So I said to her, Please let me have a drink. She quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and said, Drink and I'll water your camels also. So I drank, and she also watered the camels. Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She responded, The daughter of Bethuel, son of Nahor, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists. Then I knelt low, worshipped the Lord, and blessed the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who guided me on the right way to take the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you are going to show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me. If not, tell me, and I will go elsewhere. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We have no choice in the matter. Rebekah is here in front of you. Take her and go, and let her be a wife for your master's son, just as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed to the ground before the Lord. Then he brought out objects of silver and gold and garments and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious gifts to her brother and her mother. Then he and the men with him ate and drank and spent the night. When they got up in the morning, he said, Send me to my master. But her brother and mother said, Let the girl stay with us for about ten days, then she can go. But he responded to them, do not delay me, since the Lord has made my journey a success. Send me away so that I may go to my master. So they said, Let's call the girl and ask her opinion. They called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She replied, I will go. So they sent away their sister Rebekah with the one who had nursed and raised her, and Abraham's servant and his men. They blessed Rebekah, saying to her, our sister, may you become thousands upon ten thousands. May your offspring possess the city gates of their enemies. Then Rebekah and her female servants got up, mounted the camels, and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and left. Now Isaac was returning from Beer Lahai Roy, for he was living in the Negev region. In the early evening, Isaac went out to walk in the field, and looking up, he saw camels coming. Rebekah looked up, and when she saw Isaac, 
she got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? The servant answered, It is my master. So she took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac everything he had done. And Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah and took Rebekah to be his wife. Isaac loved her and he was comforted after his mother's death. Let's talk about Isaac, shall we? This is uh, another case where you are welcome to wrestle through the story of Abraham and Isaac. But let's just talk about a couple of important points uh, to bring understanding. First of all, let's remember that Abraham has made a covenant with God, or I should say God has made a covenant with Abraham uh, unlike anything we have witnessed thus far in our readings. So we can try to understand covenant, but I'm not sure that's actually humanly possible. So I like the word consider. Let's try to consider covenant. Now, a lot of us will think of the words uh promise or vow as they relate to covenant, but it's far deeper than a promise or a vow. There's much at stake. There are generations and generations and generations to be born, to come from this covenant. There are ripple effects that are unseen and unknown at the time of covenant. So, of course, there might be some testing of the covenant. Now, what you might wrestle with is the fact that really God asked Abraham to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. So, remember back to a couple of days ago, we're going to allow God to be God. Yes, God asked Abraham to take his only son, Isaac, as a sacrifice. And so they are well on their way. And Isaac realizes, we are going to a sacrifice and there is no lamb for the burnt offering. And then what we hear next is a testament to the faith and the trust that Abraham is known for with God. And he answers him, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Abraham is either being deceitful or he is a thousand percent trusting in God to provide. And we can wrestle with so much so that he's willing to sacrifice his son, my resolve comes back to we can't comprehend covenant. We can try, but we can consider, we can consider that this goes beyond what we can imagine because so many times I think we believe as Christians, as believers, that it's just smooth sailing. 
The biggest job we'll have is to find a bag big enough to collect all of our blessings that rain down. Trusting God is hard work. Surrendering our will, surrendering our agenda to the one who might say no, hard work. Believing in hoping for things unseen, yeah, call me crazy. But man, I, I've lived a life of faith long enough and I love people enough to be this brutally honest that nobody, nobody can escape suffering. No, not a single person, not in this lifetime. Nobody will escape suffering and hardship and trials and tests, and yet we do almost everything we can to avoid them. We may not be able to comprehend fully covenant, but if we want relationship with God, which we say we do, if we want to know and be known by the creator of our existence, we need to know there's going to be some hard work. There are going to be some hard asks. And this is where faith and trust cannot be talked about, but they must be put into action. What I can be sure of and say for certain is that there is so much at stake with Abraham in the future generations and years to come and years to come and years to come because of the covenant made between Abraham and God. And what God was willing to find out with Abraham was, does your yes mean yes? Before we go any further, before I give you a land of promise and much, many, can you be faithful here and now? And it's a question that we can all ask ourselves. So Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that we can wrestle through these hard things and you're with us in the wrestling. And I pray for so many people, Father, who have trust issues because people have continuously let them down turn after turn, important people, foundational people in their lives have been anything but trustworthy. They have done anything but keep their word. They've been unsafe and unsecure, unwilling to listen. And I pray, Father, that you would prove yourself true to be a good, loving father, trustworthy, safe, stable, that you keep your promises. And you love us until the very end and even after. Thank you for these words that penetrate our heart and sometimes they offend our mind to reveal our heart. And so we sit with that with you. I pray that you would speak. Wisdom would speak. We pray this all here and now, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Daily Audio Bible. That's home base. Check it out. If you have not, take a look around. Check out the store. Plenty of resources there to uh, enhance your journey through the Bible. And I will start mentioning them and I'll get on a tangent and... And none of us need that. So check out the store. Lots of great things there to take part of. If you'd like to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, we thank you so much for your partnership. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner of that mobile device. Lastly, hit the give icon on the website as well. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, several different ways to do so. 800-583-2164 or once again, utilizing that mobile app, hit the red circle button at the top right-hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Turn the wheel to chronological after you hit submit. I'm doing this in my mind and it will get to the right channel. That is another aspect of this community that we cannot do without you bear the burdens of so many and it's uh, one of the most beautiful aspects of this community so thank you for being people who will bear the burdens of their brothers and sisters literally all around the globe that's it for me today i'm jill we'll turn the page together tomorrow i can't wait until then love one another hey dab sears it's pam his ransom soul in new jersey Jennifer, I heard your call on the January 12th podcast asking for prayer on the one-year anniversary of your dad's passing. Merciful and loving Abba Father, I lift up to you, Jennifer, her sisters and their husbands, her mom, and also all of us who are still deeply grieving the loss of loved ones, friends, and church family members. Dearest Lord, while yes, it's the greatest comfort to know that those who are gone are with you, healed and whole and happy, it's still difficult to function here on this side of heaven without them. It feels like pieces of our hearts are missing and the pain and emptiness is always there. But thank you, Lord, that you're there with us in all of that also. In our hurt, our sorrow, our loneliness, our emptiness, in the missing of our loved ones. Thank you, Lord, for your strong and comforting presence every day and for sitting with us, walking with us, and carrying us through our grief and pain. And Father, for his redeemed daughter in Florida, please bring healing to her hands so that she's able to work. Please continue providing for her and send some godly, loving, and supportive people into her life so she doesn't feel so isolated. Trade all her fear and anxiety for your perfect peace. In the mighty name of Jesus, our hope in time of need. Amen. Grace and peace to you, family. God bless you. Hi, this is Diana from Southern California. I've been a listener for several years. This is my first time to call in. I'm calling to pray for his redeemed daughter. She said she's having a terrible time with pain in her hands. And I can certainly relate. I'm 64 years old and in the same situation. And I understand how depressing it is when we can't even do our favorite activities or even work. I take care of my 85-year-old mother, and it's extremely difficult for me with my hands always aching. I drop things all the time. So I want to say a prayer for both of us. Dear Lord, I'm praying now for his redeemed daughter, and 
also for myself, and I pray that you would help us find an answer to the pain in our hands and that you'd give us strength to get through each day and just guide us in the way that we're supposed to go right now and um, pray that you would be with all of those that are experiencing pain in their lives and help us have a good attitude and um, know that you still love us and that you're looking out for us. And we pray for an answer to the pain and just pray that you would be with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Greetings, my dearly beloved DABC community. Uh, this is Phil Make Upload from California. And uh, happy New Year, first and foremost, and happy January. I know it's a mixed bag for a lot of us because um, some of us are still trying to fight the, if the consequences of the flooding and um, the bad weather in California and other places. And also um, a lot of us are grieving loved ones that passed away either at the end of the year or just recently. Um, some are figuring out decisions to decisions to make this year or, um, yeah, just a lot is going on. But um, I wanted to pray and ask God to guide us and also to thank him. Father, thank you so much for bringing us into this year and for your love and kindness through it all. Uh, Father, we thank you that you are the, the rock we can, we can just lean on and know that you're going to walk us through. You're going to walk us through this month. Uh, Father, I put out the needs of so many dear God people who are still trying to get uh, their lives together after the flooding in California and all the trees that fell and sorting out insurance stuff. Dear God, I pray that um, you come to their rescue. I pray for people who are suffering in hospitals, dear Lord, that you administer the right medicine and heal them and bring them home. I pray for people who are facing depression, dear God, especially in the winter. Father, I pray that you be their comfort and you be their light. I pray for people who are making decisions about, like for Debbie, I pray that you comfort her and guide her through this and bring friends for her. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, DABC family. This is Billy from Montgomery with Eternity Stone. I wanted to put a prayer request out there for Jack McLeod. He is a guy that I mentored um, last class with Hope Inspired Ministries. Um, he is in the hospital, and his body is septic. They said he's septic, and he's not responding to anything. So I just wanted to put a prayer request out there for him. Um, sounds like he's in dire, dire straits. Um, it doesn't sound good. Um, anyway, we just needed to cover him up with prayers. His name is Jack McLeod. Um, and I will talk to you guys later. Love y'all. Bye for now. Talk to y'all later.